Speaking for Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. I'm Ed Peters. We return today to Romans chapter 1, verse 18. We begin to look at this verse on our previous study, and we will continue here today. Here, once again, is verse 18, and Paul writes, For we see divine retribution revealed from heaven and falling upon all the godless wickedness of men. In their wickedness, they are stifling the truth. The wrath of God is God's feeling towards sin, not his punishment of sin. It is his holy anger. Paul tells us that it is being revealed. In other words, it has not just been revealed in the past, it continues to be revealed in the present also. It is God's constant and insistent displeasure with evil. God does not change. He is merciful not because he is lenient with the sinner, but because Christ died. The gospel has not changed God's attitude towards sin, but it has made it possible for him to accept the sinner. The sinner must have either the righteousness or the wrath of God, and they are both being revealed from heaven. of God is being revealed against godlessness, that which is against God. 
This would include the irreligious, those who disregard the very existence of God. It is also being revealed against the unrighteous, which is against man. What does that mean? It is the denial of the rule of God. God hates man's unrighteousness, and he will judge it. Now here to bring us today's study is Pastor Henry Harder. Contrary to what one hears from many religious leaders in our world today, God does get angry. The true preaching of the gospel must include the wrath of God upon humans. We may not be able to understand with our human finite brain how a God who is infinite love can get angry, but the fact of the matter is he does. The fact of his wrath and the reasons for it are given by Paul in Romans 1.18, and this verse forms the topic for this section of this letter. Verse 18 reads, The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Godlessness and wickedness is what angers God. Look at these separately for a moment. Godlessness is Godward and refers to people who directly and purposely distort the doctrine of God in some way. It may refer to those who simply say that there is no God, the atheist. Such are certainly godless. It may refer to those who simply say it's impossible to know whether there is a God or not, the agnostic. That, too, is godlessness. But this particular word Paul uses goes deeper than that. It refers to those who evidence impiety and lack of reverence. Paul calls that godlessness. That comes very close to home. God gets angry when man treats him with irreverence or impiety. Paul doesn't explain this further. For that we are left on our own. I suppose it angers God when we don't take him seriously. The word wickedness is manward and is sin, particularly the sin of injustice. It concerns man's conduct with fellow man. When man has a faulty understanding of God, he will have an inadequate understanding and appreciation of his fellow man. Conversely, it takes a proper concept of God to have a proper concept of man. That stands to reason since man was created in the image of God. Man can't understand himself unless he has a reasonable grasp and understanding of God. So godlessness and wickedness go together. The second inevitably follows the first. Godlessness inevitably results in injustice. What we think of God determines what we do with our fellow man. What we believe about God determines how we treat people. Wickedness, injustice, follows godlessness. I cannot overemphasize the importance of knowing God. Even justice is impossible without it. Paul in this letter spends a great deal of time on the subject of God. 
This book is basically a theology, a study of God. Now, how does wickedness come about and how is it perpetuated? Paul says, by suppressing the truth. Wickedness stifles truth. First, we ask, what truth does wickedness resist? Paul defines the truth as the truth of God in verse 25. Wickedness has as its goal the suppression of truth concerning God. That's interesting. The truth of God asserts itself. God has made himself known. Whenever the truth about God asserts itself, it makes man uncomfortable. Whenever truth about God surfaces, man, by his wicked nature, tries to stifle it. That God calls wickedness. This is noticeable even in a conversation, for example. You're talking to someone and a truth about God surfaces in the course of the conversation. Usually it is stifled in one way or another, perhaps by argument or by denial or most often by simply changing the subject. The truth about the truth of God is that it makes man uneasy and uncomfortable. Man by nature does not want to know God. Paul is going to say in the rest of the chapter that God is knowable and the truth about him is available, but man resists it. He restrains and stifles it. Of course, the greatest truth about God, his greatest word, came when he himself became a man in Jesus Christ. Paul's point is illustrated by the fact that man resisted Jesus. Man stifled him. Man finally killed him. Man does not want to hear from God. The good news is that God wants to speak to man, and he wants man to know him. That's why he came in Jesus Christ.
new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 840H after California 93263 USA.